Hello, everybody, and welcome to Grow Your Life, the podcast where I help people grow in their life and in their business and get results. I believe that if we stack our personal growth and our results and compound over time, we can do anything. We can do the impossible. Humans have limitless potential, but we have to take action. We have to do what works to get our results and reach our goals. Now, in this today, I want to talk about how to stay disciplined and focused on your goals. I posted this in the Grow Your Life community, which if you're not part of that community, you need to join it. Hashtag Grow Your Life. Look it up on Facebook. It's also on my website. The tab says free community. It's on the side of the bar of my podcast. But if you just look up hashtag Grow Your Life on Facebook, you'll see the hashtag Grow Your Life community. It's a group. Join it. It's free. We've got over 750 members in there. People growing in their life and getting results. The results are the most important thing, but there's a process to it. And that's what I love to help people with is the process and help coach them through that. It really lights me up to, to get people from a little bit more along the path and reaching their goals. It's why I created this. I believe that if people can grow personally and realize what they need to do to be successful, they can do anything because I've seen it for myself. I've seen it for everybody else that I've worked with now in this. How to stay focused and disciplined. See, if you don't do this, you're not going to get results. This is like the the, the secret sauce behind consistency. Uh, I talked about this in a lesson where I said consistency is the magic pill to reach your goals. Um, and I realized that discipline and focus behind the consistency is also important. So you can stay consistent. I guess consistency, the only thing that makes you stay consistent is discipline and focus. Because if you're not disciplined and not focused, then you're not consistent. <laughs> okay. So I shared about consistency, about the benefits of it, but I think everybody kind of knows that. And so what I wanted to do here is really get input from people, what they're struggling with, what their struggles were from my group. And we had some amazing people. You know, I'm going to read off some of the names here. Lisa Corning Justice, Dr. Tasha Reed, Aaron Matthew Robinson, uh, Krista Eubanks-Landon, Jeff Crone, Lisa Curley, Dawn Berg, Brittany McClure-Thompson. What's up, girl? Rita Marie Lang, Ariana Daglian, Melanie Moore-Brooks, Meryl Crook, Anne Manera. Uh, which we helped, I helped her through a little bit of something the other day. I made a live video this morning of it. Um, Cheryl Sosnowski, she's been helping with some of the some of the stuff. She had a great point. Uh, you know, activity doesn't just equal success. Uh, oh yeah, prioritization. That, that's another thing too. Larissa Dix, Dixon, Oscar Cortez, Stacy Wenzel. Pudliner, Bradley Gordon, Karen Sosa, and Pearl McCadden. So, McCadden, if I messed up your name, I'm sorry. I just read the list of the people that have contributed their questions to this. And, you know, uh, some people also, Barbara Peter uh, shared something as well in there. In my group, I created this forum where I wanted people to post on this topic of what their struggles were, thoughts, what's helped them, what hasn't. That way, oh yeah, this idea came from Barbara Peter. So she was like, this is this is where I need help. And I'm like, this is what everybody needs help in. 
So that's why I created this. And if you're listening, can you get right into it? Yeah, it's four minutes into the podcast. Let's do it. Let's dive in. What I did was I wrote down everybody's questions. I put them on a Word document. This is kind of my process for this. Works really well. You can learn from this. So I wrote it on one Word document, and then I made another one, and I found the keywords that I wanted to talk about of the problems, and then I wrote the keywords of the solutions. So one column is problems, one is the solution. So the problems that people are having is... Um, Prioritization. There we go. Distractions, too many ideas, not sticking to a checklist, consistency when results are slow, self-doubt, limiting beliefs, lack of momentum, life getting in the way, personal fear, overwhelm when too much is happening, when too much of life is going on outside of what our goals are, and then prioritizing what is important. And that one's big, you know, action for the sake of action is useless. And that's where intentionality comes from. And this is the list of kind of the solution of that, that I'm going to talk about today. Intentionality helps with prioritization. You know, what's going to get the results, taking ownership over your life, ownership over your choices, flowing instead of being overwhelmed, instead of striving, having joy instead of fear. You know, the choice of your life versus just letting life control you, you control it. Having confidence when you have self-doubt. Discipline is very important. Staying disciplined <laughs> and focus. And that's where the topic and the title of this came from is at the end of the day, what most people really need more of that's going to help them get their goals is more discipline and focus. And if you listen through all my podcasts, I talk about things that support being disciplined, staying focused, you know, how to get more, more, um, confidence, break, breakthrough from fear, breaking past fear, breaking past what is holding you back. I believe that a lot of people let their feelings control them and you got to separate your emotions from the event and what your choices are. You know, all of this that I've said so far, we all know it inside of us. All of us know what our issues are. I think that that's kind of, if you don't know what your issues are, that's another level and you, you might need to be self more self-aware if you don't think you have any. Uh, but if you're listening to this, I would bet that you're a pretty self-aware person because somebody who is not self-aware probably wouldn't choose to listen to this episode of the podcast. So just the fact that you're seven minutes into this podcast shows that you have a pretty, pretty good level of self-awareness or you're just trying to prove whatever I said wrong, one or the other, which is totally fine. <laughs> uh, but in this, how do we combat our distractions, having too many ideas, blah, 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 and have more focus and discipline, stay consistent. It comes from at the core level, you need to give yourself grace. You need to give yourself grace that, that success stacks over time. And I'm going to kind of repeat some of this from my live that I just did this morning, because this is the foundation of this. 
You know, a lady asked me the other day, what is success? How do you measure success? And I want to say this, there are no rules to life. Success is different for everybody. You know, I want to tell you a personal testimony. Six months ago, the most successful thing I could do in the day was make a positive declaration over my life. Um, you know, I was doing all the things consistently. You know, 10 years ago, the most successful thing I could do is learn a new skill. You know, 15, 20 years ago, the most successful thing I could do was get up in the morning. And I want you to realize that success is not to be measured by other people. We're not to use other people's success as a measure of success. When we compare ourselves, it creates unhappiness. We can, we can use comparison to, to, to create our own unique goals to say, hmm, I want to be, I want to be there but have gratitude for where you're at now and say, I'm so thankful for what I have in front of me, the skills I have, the knowledge I have, the heart that I have, what's inside of me, what's implanted in me to do. And I know that I'm going in that direction. And then and in that place, you can have happiness before you get there. So all of this staying disciplined and focus flows out of happiness and joy. And that's one of the number one things that I really think is one of the first places that if you have fear or self-doubt, you're going to struggle with staying disciplined and focused. And at its core, that's where that comes from. And you need to start having a lifestyle of gratitude. Gratitude is is a, a kingdom, spiritual, um, you know, I'm talking about, about God's kingdom. God created all of this. You know, those of you who are listening to this, I believe that. I. It's funny because I love the universe. Like the universe, everything, the planets, the stars, all of that. But those things were, I believe, were created by the creator, God. And so I like to draw power from the creator, not the creation. <laughs> and and realizing that and when we have self-doubt and limiting beliefs and discipline and we're undisciplined we're fearful because we're not staying aligned and centered in the truth of who we are and our identity you know out of that flows this you know i believe personally all of us are children of god um, there's a whole other side of that salvation theology. That's not what I'm talking about. We were all made in God's image, uniquely special, no matter what you believe. Um, and we all have limitless potential inside of us to do anything, to do absolutely anything. And so out of that place then flows confidence. When you get to the core of the identity of, of realizing I would, I, all of us are, are created equal. We have that baseline level that we're starting at, that starting point. And then what flows out of there is the rest of that. And that's where we find our purpose. We find all of that. Um, and, and that's very important to really wrap your head around is, is, is realizing 
that when you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you're essentially saying that God made a mistake with you. And you're putting yourself fear, fear of other people or comparison in a place higher than you and what you were created for. You're saying that they're more important. And I don't believe that anybody is more important than anybody else. We are all equal. We all just do different things. And what we do does not define our value or who we are. So those are core beliefs of mine. I share those with people. Um, and, and to be honest, those transcend any sort of religious belief structure. Um, you know, I, I do have a hard time understanding atheism, but I can respect it as well. I can respect all people's beliefs. So if you're listening to this, I want you to realize that, that I, that I respect everybody as people, as humans. I don't want to force my beliefs on you. I will share them, but I also want to share what I know has had tangible results for people, no matter what they believe and who believe what I believe. So self-doubt, fear makes it hard for us to have confidence and joy. When we're afraid, we're comparing, we're trying to find happiness out of what we do. And then that produces a lack of discipline and focus. So the side effect of self-doubt and fear, the side effect of distractions, the side effect of too many ideas, lack of consistency, letting life control us, feeling overwhelmed, not pro you know, not ha being able to take ownership over our life, not being intentional, not flowing, not being joyful, not having confidence is a lack of focus and discipline. And so I can, I can, I can tell every single person here, whatever they're struggling with comes from that place. And I can, and I'm going to break that down for you. So for instance, if you have specifically the inner demons of self doubt and fear as an obstacle, it's because you've elevated those fears in a higher place of, of you. And so that they're more important than the truth of who you are and what you were created for. And so in that you're, you're essentially bowing down to the fear. You're, 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 you are worshiping it. You are paying fear homage as your God. <laughs> I, I, I like it breaks down to that. And what, and what happens is, is that we have to break through that. I did, I did two podcasts, you guys, episode five and 12, getting past your fear, getting past any limitations to help you accomplish the impossible and do anything. I promise you, if you go listen to those, you come back to me and tell me if you have fear or self-doubt telling you you can't do something. And then we can talk then. I really, I really believe that those podcast episodes are some of the strongest, most important ones that I've, that I've created. And I made them as tools for people to use specifically that have those fears. And I use them to direct people to those podcasts to help them get past that. And so if that's you listening to this, I want you to pause this, go listen to those, or you can continue listening to this and then go back and listen. Um, but you're going to get more of what comes next once you get through that, because I don't believe I don't, I, it's very hard. I've seen, I have seen people 
be successful. Actually, let me say this. I've seen people have discipline and self-focus. They have a lot of fear and self-doubt. They have a lot of all of this. Um, but they have to work 10 times harder. So the idea is their hard work makes up for them doing the personal work. Um, so either you want to, you can either get past the fear and self-doubt and then it actually becomes very easy to do 10 times more. That's where the flow comes from, or you're just going to have to really grind and it's hard. Um, if you don't want to get past the fear and self-doubt, you're just going to have to press through. I personally do not think that that pressing through is the best way to do it because at the end of the day, you still haven't taken care of the root cause. So I like finding what the root issue is. Um, and the root issue usually boils down to some sort of fear, lack of confidence. All of those come out of that. So having overwhelm. <laughs> I'm going to point to this to people as well. And I'm going to help break this down and really help you understand the foundation of that and then how to unlock this for you. So we have to lay a foundation. And, and I want to invite you to um, to not be impatient while I'm sharing this, to actually take some time to breathe, to take some time to, to listen, to be in a quiet place, to focus on what I'm sharing. This is going to be a lot more of a relaxed episode because there's a lot of deep topics here. This is going very deep into some unique core issues that people have. Um, and if you notice, I'm looking around on the video, I'm looking at my notes. You know, so let's let's go through these these issues that people wrote down. For me, it's getting getting overwhelmed when things get busy. So where does that come from? Overwhelmed when things get busy. I'm going to break down and identify the root cause here of all of these, and then we're going to go from there. Overwhelmed when things get busy is because you're not taking ownership over your choices in your life. You're afraid of making a mistake. You're afraid of doing it wrong, and it all still boils down to fear. It's fancy fear. See, when we're not calling it directly what it is, I'll say this. The person who can call it fear and self-doubt directly is so much closer to their breakthrough because they are self-aware as to what the root cause is. And when you can be self-aware of the root, the true cause, you can rip it out and remove it. And fear has to be ripped out and removed. One of the best practices of this to do is to write it down and realize that it's small, it's on paper, crumple it up, throw it away. You know, I do that where I just, I, I lay it at the foot of the cross. I, I put it, you know, you can put it in a box, you can do whatever that is. The idea is take whatever your fear is, realize that it's not real. It might feel real. Um, and if this is triggering you, <laughs> that's why you need to go listen to episode number five and number 12 of the podcast, because I can prove that fear is not real. Um, it fabricates itself to feel very real and controls us. Um, but we, but it is possible for 100% of everybody who has fear and self-doubt to break through it and to take control over their life and to not let fear control them. When you let fear control you, you are essentially saying that it is the most powerful force in the universe, that fear is more powerful than God, basically, or fear is more powerful than anything else. Fear is more powerful than that. And we have to get rid of that. So overwhelm is you're worried that if you don't get everything done, that you're going to be a failure and you're not giving yourself permission and grace 
to not get everything done. You know, somebody else also wrote down, how do you keep a daily checklist and actually stick to it? This is the same question phrased in a different way. You know, a daily checklist, if you feel like not sticking to it makes you a failure, you need to give yourself that grace. You know, for me personally, I don't use daily checklists anymore. I use tools like Trello and my email and project management systems to keep projects in order. Um, and kind of, I give myself daily goals, but if I don't hit them and I do other things that come up that are more important, I realize that that's what I was supposed to do today and I can do the rest tomorrow. You know, you're not running out of time when you can stay focused and disciplined. When you learn how to stay focused and disciplined on your main goals, that's where then, you know, so a checklist is a good tool to keep you on track, but don't let it control you. You make your checklist your slave. You are the master. Your checklist is a system that you are the master of instead of the slave to. When you become a slave to your, your, your projects, what you're supposed to do, you are letting outside forces control you, and then you will be swayed to the left or to the right by comparing whether you got it done or not, okay? So right now I'm shining a spotlight on what a lot of people are struggling with right now. This is a spotlight and I'm probably exposing you in a little bit of a, in a way, but I want you to realize that there's, there's breakthrough from this to be focused, to be disciplined. So stick with me here. Don't, don't phase off. I, this is going to get hard. This is some hard, this is, this podcast is the hard work that you should be doing. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because over time, then you realize this stuff is fun. This stuff is actually exciting to expose. I, I'm a big proponent of exposure therapy, exposing ourselves to what happened in the past, what caused the PTSD, what caused our life choices, and then looking at it and realizing, separating the emotion, the story from what happened and how we feel to have truth that way not to justify it i'm not justifying what happened by the way there's horrible things that happen to people that nobody should ever experience but for us to break through it we have to realize that happened but the truth is it has no impact on my future okay so don't let not finishing your checklist control you you control it don't let your overwhelm of what you're supposed to do, what you should do, control you. You control it. And that's where taking ownership comes from, okay? When you can take ownership over your checklist, ownership over you know, the stuff you have going on in your life, your priorities, your goals, your ideas, your checklist, now you are the master of your, your, your destiny, your future. And, and there's two sides to this that I talk about. You know, I talk about getting aligned with your destiny, getting aligned with that. I wasn't able to put language to it until very recently. I've gotten a lot more confident in my own personal expression. If you listen through my podcast, I would say the future podcasts from this day forward are going to get people a lot more results than the ones before have uh, because I'm going to be a lot more defined and less apologetic about what I'm talking about. <laughs> and when you can get to that point, that's when you're really taking ownership. You're taking ownership over your choices. I'm taking ownership over my beliefs that I know work 
but then also being willing to, you know, if I find new information out, adjust them over time. Take ownership over what you've chosen to do. Take ownership over your goals. Take ownership over your fear. Take ownership over your self-doubt, your distractions, your whatever that is. Take ownership over the choices that you are making for your life. You are not controlled by it. You are in control of those things. And that makes you the master of your own destiny on earth. In that, it's funny, I'm, I'm actually feeling the need to be apologetic here. So I believe our destiny, our calling is all comes from God, what we were made for, what we were created for. But then our job on earth is to be, you know, the, mo- the mobilizers, the movement. We have to move our arms, you know. If my destiny is to have, um, you know, a good, happy family, I have to do the work inside of me to make that happen still. It doesn't just happen by default. So that's what I mean by that, being the master of your own destiny. <laughs> is that. And that's what we all have the ability to do. All of us do. No matter what you believe, no matter what you're coming from, no matter what place you're coming from. And, and you know, I'm, I'm unapologetic about my belief in Jesus and salvation through Jesus Christ and the Bible. And, uh, you know, one of the saddest things is Christians that don't do what Jesus taught. Jesus taught to love everybody. All people. Period. Whether you agree with them or not. So... That's where my core belief comes from is love for everybody. The way that Jesus taught so that I can be Jesus to other people. And that's that next level right there. Again, I'm not going to preach here, but that's the core of who I am. Um, in that, taking ownership over what you believe, standing your ground, Standing your ground in your convictions, standing your ground on what you know you should do, what you're called to do. You know, and unfortunately, I think some people probably dropped off of this podcast a minute ago when I just went off on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a bunny trail. It's unfortunate that they're not able to stay focused and self-disciplined to listen this far through. Um, I want this podcast, though, for those of you that have gotten 26 minutes into this, to be an exercise in discipline and self-focus for you. To where you will not do anything else. Let's do another training, another podcast until you get through this one. And if you can do that, I promise you, that's going to be a quick win for you. I want you to celebrate that win when you get to the end of this podcast. It's a win for you. And then I want you to share this podcast with one person. That way you can both help each other grow together and challenge them to make listening to this podcast be an exercise in discipline and self-growth. Okay? So in that, taking ownership over your convictions, over your choices, over where you're going with your life, over, over what you are choosing to do allows you to then have control and ownership over your checklists, over your ideas, over your priorities, over what's going on in your life, over your momentum, all of that. So when you can take ownership over it, This is a vulnerable place, being vulnerable to what hurts, taking ownership over your your repeated failure to do this, realizing I have been repeating the same tape over and over again for 10 years and not progressing. When you can take ownership over 
your choices, your decisions, your actions, and what you do every single day, then you can shift and adjust them. If you don't take ownership, you can't change. I think this is one of the biggest things. Um, Actually, this is something I really want to press into here is this topic of ownership. Think about owning a company. If you are an employee, you don't have ownership. So you can't change. You can change some things by influencing the owner, but you can't change you know, all of the corporate structure until you are, you know, the full owner of that. So in your own life, if you're not taking ownership over your life, you are allowing your fear, self-doubt, distractions to be the owner of your life. And you're trying to influence those and it's an uphill battle. So if you can take ownership over all of those things that you, that you want to get past and realize, okay, I need to grow. I need to learn. I need to get past this. Take ownership over those choices, those failures, and those successes, all of them. Now we have breakthrough. Now we have control. Now we're realizing that our fear is very small because we're in control of that fear. We're in control of that doubt. We're in control of those distractions. We are in control of those ideas, the checklist, the consistency, the momentum, you know, life getting in the way. It's your life. You need to own it. You need to own the choices and where you're at right now. And that can be that can be scary. There's pain involved in that. When you start to take ownership over your life, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt bad. But you'll start to learn to embrace that pain, and 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 actually repl- replace, realize that by by going through that process, that feeling of temporary pain, that it produces the result that you've been wanting all along. Instead of avoiding it. Um, by embracing it as a teacher, then you can then you can grow, um, and that's where we replace the association of that pain with uh, it's not pleasure, it's um, pain avoidance. So we change to avoid pain. So we make the change because the pain, the pain. That's what it is. The pain of not changing becomes greater than the pain of changing. So right now, when you're not taking ownership over your life, when you're not taking ownership over what's causing you to not stay focused on your goals, to not be disciplined, it's because the pain of taking ownership over that um, is greater than not taking ownership of it, over it. So what you have to do is you have to shift that to where the pain of not taking ownership over your over all this is greater than taking ownership over it. And then you you reverse pain's power to where instead of pain dropping you down, um, it's actually raising you up and helping you grow. You know, it's like stretching a muscle. The pain of in fitness helps you grow, helps you get more results. And so in that, it's that's where training comes from and training yourself. So in that, let's let's look real deep here. Let me explain pain a little bit better for you. The pain of being vulnerable with yourself and self-aware of where you're struggling, what your failures are, your repeated patterns. A lot of times we avoid that and it produces a lack of self-discipline and focus because the pain of taking ownership over those choices is greater than not taking ownership. So you have to shift that. The pain should be of not taking ownership should be greater than taking ownership. 
And this boils down to when the pain of not taking action, the pain of not making a decision to progress your life becomes greater than the pain of doing so. So when you're looking at it, let me look at it from another perspective. I'm really trying to help hone this in because I realize this is it's a hard topic for people to get. I really want to nail this down here. So look at it this way. Uh, the pain of being focused and disciplined, the pain of confidence, the pain of intentionality, the pain of ownership, the pain of joy, the, the pain of doing what you need to do to get the result. There we go. That's the better way to put it. The pain of doing what you need to do to get the result is currently greater than in your life the pain of not doing it, doing the things that you, that will get the result. So that leaves us stagnant and that leaves us stuck. And so when you can shift that to where the pain of not doing what will get the result is greater than doing it, that's when you start to do what gets the result because then it actually hurts to not take the action to change. That's where it is. And so for you, that's where taking ownership comes from taking ownership over your choices, where you're at right now. And when you can do that, now we're starting to really be vulnerable. We've opened up, do this in a safe place, you know, talk with some people that are safe to talk to personal self-evaluation. It can be painful to open up like that, to, to admit that the only reason that you're struggling with overwhelm is fear, you know, life getting in the way you're afraid of what would happen if you went over your goals or reprioritize something or that you you shifted something you're afraid of what would happen it all boils down to fear you know distractions consistency the pain of staying consistent is greater than the pain of not being consistent when you can shift that to where you realize I have to be consistent, that's when change happens. And so for most people, the pain of being focused and disciplined is greater to them than the pain of not. And that's where, that's why a lot of people won't change. They won't progress. They won't grow in that area. Okay. And that causes you to not stay on track, to get burnt out to have too many ideas, to have the checklist, you know, to not stay consistent when results aren't, aren't showing up. This is a great one right here. So let me start with this one. How do you deal with consistency when you aren't seeing results? So what this is, is, um, there's two sides to this. Sometimes there's wisdom to where, okay, you're not seeing results. So you need to realize something has to change, but the change isn't you stopping. See, so you have to stay consistent, but if you're not getting a result, if nothing's improving, then that's insanity for you to keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. That's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So in that, if you're not seeing results, that's actually normal for you to not be consistent because you're realizing, okay, I can't keep doing this 
something has to change. But you're not staying consistent to be self-aware, to then look at, well, what needs to change because there's fear of making a mistake, not doing it right. So that's where that comes from, okay? Still taking ownership over that. Um, not staying focused on goals, getting, how do you keep from getting discouraged? This is still, I guess that that's pressing into what does discouragement mean to you? Why do you feel discouraged? Um, and then, and that still boils down to, you know, maybe you're worried that you're going to make a mistake. And so this is still that whole pain cycle type of a thing. The pain of getting discouraged is greater than the pain of staying focused on your goals in that. And you keep getting discouraged because you're not seeing results. So yeah, you have to shift, adjust, focus. Um, you know, someone asked, how do you know if an idea is worth it? Well, you have to test it. You have to ask people, you have to start with a baseline. Here's another thing that I want people to realize with focus and discipline speed is more important than uh, long consistency. So in this, I want you to, to take a look at a diagram in your mind of a timeline of one year. Think about one year, okay? All of the potential in one year. Now think about five years, all of the potential in five years. Now think about what your goals are. If you're staying consistent, this is this is a discipline. This is a this is an exercise that's going to help you learn discipline and focus. Because what I want to do is I want to unlock, I want to expose what you're believing now, what you're experiencing, and then help you realize how to be disciplined and focused. You know, my personal experience, I still struggle with some of this, but I, I'm self-aware and I can get back on track really quickly. Um and then stay consistent and do stuff over time. Even when life beats me down, even when life happens. And that's because that comes from gratitude and taking ownership. Okay. So all of this, by the way, that you guys are talking about, um, I've dealt with on a 10 times greater level than probably most people here. <laughs> so all of this is coming from my personal experience of how I've gotten past it, broken through and then gotten results. Uh, and then how I do it with, with clients and coaching. So I'm going to coach you through this. Um, you know, how do you stay focused and not, not get burnt out? How do you stay focused on your goals? How do you know that something is worth worthwhile doing? Is not having fear that 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 making a mistake is going to be failure giving yourself the grace to grow and when you can get past that we start to take ownership we can take control of our life we can take control over our results over our momentum over our consistency we can do everything so for example staying focused How do you stay focused and not burn yourself out learning that it's okay to take a break? Well, that comes from a fear that taking a break 
is going to prevent you from reaching your goals when in fact it's the very thing you need. That for some reason you're comparing yourself to other people and their hustle and grind and saying, if I'm not that, then I'm not worthy. And so to say self-focused and disciplined is to realize that, you know, 10% of somebody else's 100 could be your 100% right now and giving yourself that grace to compound, to, to grow over time and giving yourself that grace to not beat yourself up. Okay. So, you know, staying focused when you're distracted, when your head is spinning methodically consistent distractions come in you have too many ideas okay now we're getting into some of the meat here that people are really struggling with you know and i can't wait to get into momentum the one that Brittany talked about that's why i was like what's up girl because that's a good one and i know she followed me and uh my mom for a while so um Staying focused when you get distracted is sometimes you have to circle back around. You have to look at how did I get here? When I got distracted, you all of a sudden get distracted. How did I get here? And you have to, it's all about taking ownership. It's about taking ownership over the distraction, over the choices, over what your goals are, over where you're going, you know, and, and right now, the anger that's coming up, I'm reading these comments that people wrote here. The anger that's coming up is because you're letting the distraction control your life. Um, you're, you're saying that distraction has control over me. And you're, again, not taking ownership over your emotions. You're not choosing the emotion you want to have. And so we have to be able to do that. Choose the emotion that you want to have in each situation. Don't be controlled by your emotions, separate it from what's happening. And that's how you can make solid decisions. And so to keep from being distracted, what a lot of that comes from fear of missing out distraction is fear of making the wrong choice. So what it is, is it's all comes down to the comparison cycle. You're comparing if I did a versus B, I'm go, you know, if I don't do B, I'm going to miss out. If I don't do B, I'm going to miss out. Or if I, if I, you know, you're comparing yourself to somebody else, or let's break this down to just a core level, the daily checklist thing. I, I, I can almost like hear what people are saying. Well, yeah, but my, my kids distract me. My, my work distracts me. My day distracts me. My, all that does. You have to give yourself grace to learn how to flow and get in the flow and that's where focus comes from is realizing that if you don't get it all done right now, it's okay that you can, that you can do it over time, but you have the, you, so you, so you're focused and intentional about your time and you're present in every moment that you're doing. So, so part of what happens is distraction is while we're in the middle of our task, we're thinking about all the other stuff we have to do. And so our mind is there and we're, we're split focus. And then when we're over there doing all this stuff, we're thinking about all the work we want to do. And that frustrates us. Humans aren't meant to live that way, but marketing, television, school, um, experiences, our own shame, fear, control cycle, our own pain avoidance, all of that 
tries to cause us to have success by and and then we're doing it in a counterproductive way through comparison without gratitude and then that's where uh, displaced anger comes from is that because you're comparing what could be what should be to what your current situation is you're not taking ownership over it you're not living in the present in the present moment so i'm all about looking at the future pulling the future is a dimension that is not currently in our present reality but it exists because we can see it in our mind we can write it down on paper so the future actually exists so we pulled it into our present reality when we write it down our goals that's goal setting okay we can pull that into our present reality by decisions actions choices limitless possibilities come from consistent disciplined focused action over time with intentionality we know that but life happens distractions happen ideas happen priorities are hard we get overwhelmed we're like oh there's too much i got too much to do and then we're in the same cycle that got us where we are now because again we're not taking ownership and it's it's generally a fear of either making a mistake making the wrong choice uh we're 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 using we're comparing we're trying to use comparison to bring our happiness which then results in the absolute opposite anger unhappiness and we're not being grateful not having gratitude we're not vulnerable we're not taking ownership over why we are where we are and all of that compounds into a lack of discipline and focus and i hope by now at this point in this podcast you're starting to get a clue as to why you're struggling with discipline and focus. It all boils down to these things. And when we can get past them, when we can grow in, with intentionality and choose to grow, we can get past it. So if you have a multi-passionate distraction, too many ideas, it's because you're worried if I don't do idea A versus B, I'm going to miss out in the long term. And you're trying to skip steps in your process. Don't skip steps. The process and patience are all part of reaching where we're trying to go. For example, let's make this simple for you guys. I am impatient about, I have like five or six courses I wanna make for people, including how to make millions of dollars with Facebook ads, making courses, making products, selling them online. That's my goal. I'm going to teach people how to do that because I know how to do that. But I have to stay consistent with my podcast, with my videos, with my group, and the process over time. In this process, staying consistent to that process, I'm in this with you guys. Staying consistent to that process is what's going to help me get there over the next couple of years. You know, I know, I know with 100% certainty that if I stay consistent with what I'm doing now, that eight figures is in my future within the next five years. That's uh, just, it's just, it's not if, it's just, it's sometime in that five year period or, it, or as soon as it happens, that's where I'm going. But I have to stay consistent with it. You know, right now I'm only selling one course, website building. 
I'm only doing coaching and consulting and agency services with people. You know, doing that isn't going to scale to that level. But what I have ahead of me and planned is. So I have multi-passionate ideas. I'm passionate about movies, music, video games, um, technology, artificial intelligence, programming, software development. Multi-passionate ideas. That's me. But I'm staying focused on the process. Focused on the path that's going to get me there. Focused on how I'm going to get there. And so you have to allow yourself to put one foot in front of the other and not try to skip steps. And if you do that, that will allow you to stay disciplined and focused in your goals. Now, I'm not talking about like daily multitasking type stuff. We have to constantly do like micro multitasking, but in the macro, the big, I love how Gary V describes that macro micro in the big goals, you have to stay focused because that will have the greatest output of result. So if you have multiple passions, you have to prioritize which one is more important than the other. Which one can you do first? Which one can you do now? And then evaluate. Eventually, here's my goal with multi-passionate is you'll be able to hire people to help you do what's not your core competency. So you'll, you'll grow, stack over time. You'll hire, you'll shrink back. Now you can do those new passions. So over time, we'll be able to create resources for people to help people build a business and then invest that in other areas that we're passionate. And then as that starts to take over, then we can shift, we can pivot, we can adjust. That's where pivoting comes from. Um, a lot of people are afraid to pivot because they feel like that makes them a failure. <laughs> Fear of failure. I believe that what we are doing today, what we're doing now is not what anybody's going to be doing five, 10 years from now. It's just a fact of life. Yet so often people think that if I don't do it all right now, that I'm, I'm a failure. Make a plan for yourself, a long-term plan. If you have multi-passions, Start to stack those. What's important now? What do I need to do now? I'm always about starting with what has the greatest, widest reach of impact to people first and then honing it into focused areas. So I'll start with like the center. That's what the Grow Your Life podcast, the Grow Your Life. My live videos actually came before the podcast for like two months. Got me better at communicating. And I've gotten even better doing this for a couple months now. And then the group. So the group, the podcast, and my live videos are the, the, the baseline of everything that I'm doing. And then from there, I can have courses on different stuff that I'll sell to people, different programs, different offerings that people can buy from me. But the value that I'm trying to deliver through the free stuff, I still want to deliver millions of dollars worth of value for free to people just to bring them in through that as like a, like a, like a content funnel. And then I'm going to run funnels and all that as well on top of it. Uh, a lot of people, they go in reverse order. They try to do all the hard stuff first. They, they get no momentum. And so this is where Brittany's question about momentum comes from. How do you deal with a lack of momentum? Sometimes you're on top of things. Other areas are suffering. Usually in personal life, how do you keep momentum in balance? Momentum comes from experience, celebration, gratitude, 
stacking experiences and creating a flywheel for yourself. So if you understand what a flywheel is, it's on a car, um, the transmission of a car, it's this heavy, it's like 25 pounds. So, so imagine like a 25 pound weight, okay? And it's spinning around an axis. But when a flywheel spins, because of the weight that it has, it keeps spinning because it actually gains momentum and then it actually stays spinning because of its own weight. And then what happens with a flywheel is that it's not just the momentum of the wheel, there's spokes on it that like they lapse over and they, they, they grow over time. A flywheel is basically the snowball effect, snowballing in the right direction. So momentum happens by by getting quick wins, starting with low-hanging fruit, starting with what can I get success with quickly, and this is where speed comes in. The, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about was why speed is so important, you guys. It's funny, in this podcast, I actually got distracted talking about speed. And for those of you who've listened now, you're like, when was he gonna get back to speed? Well, I just, I'm getting back to it now. Speed is important because it creates momentum. So what I've seen happen is people have a timeline of their life. It's like one year, okay? And look at what you can do in a year, in five years, okay? This makes me sad because I see a lot of people do this because of a skewed perspective. They have such low vision and having such small vision creates a lack of momentum because you're like, when I get there, then I will. What you have to realize is a goal is just the beginning of the next goal. So when, when I get to have a million dollars, you're not going to be finally arrived. Nobody actually arrives. You need to realize that you need to take ownership over that truth. We can momentum happens when we stack our arrivals over time. We stack our experiences. Our goals are not for us to arrive and then stop. That's why I think retirement is such a lie, but our goals are actually to create momentum. So at the beginning to gain momentum, you need quick wins and momentum to start. That's it's like a starter, a kickstarter. What are those quick wins? So for me, for people that want to do content, that's why I said 10 minute, one video every single day for 10 minutes will build momentum, consistency, discipline, and focus. If you can be disciplined to do that, you can be disciplined to make a podcast, you can be disciplined to make a course, and then you can be disciplined to go further. So you have to start with the quick wins. What's your quick win? Is your quick win just getting up in the morning at a, new, at a better time? Is your quick win you know, praying, having gratitude. You know, my quick wins like six months ago were just having gratitude, being grateful, having gratitude for where my life is and where I'm going. Start to have those quick wins. Get on a winning streak. That creates momentum. And then other, what happens is then you'll notice other areas suffer like personal life. That happens by not being present and then not giving yourself grace. So once you build momentum in one, then you're afraid that if you focus on the personal life, this will fail. 
and then you're not giving yourself grace to compound over time and you're you're having impatience through the process so that's where you have to take a look at okay first off let me just attack this one real quick the most important thing in our lives is our personal lives and then business comes our families our you know our relationships our relationships with people building business is not valuable without those things why would we do that and so that's why it's nice to integrate you know personal and professional together when you're working from home you're able to do that you know when you work with your family you're able to do that for me you know taking time intentionally with my wife with our goals with when we're talking together when we're working together when we're having dinner when we're having breakfast getting up a little bit earlier and doing some work that way then i can spend some more time later in the personal life giving yourself the grace to compartmentalize those things that helps build momentum and i'm going to get to rita's question here because she has a really good one as well about that about personal life and this is where taking ownership comes from you need to take ownership over your choices your decisions your life your goals what you want what you don't want and don't let anybody tell you what you should or should not do nobody can tell you how big or small you can or cannot dream how big or small you can or cannot go you have that choice yourself take ownership over that when you do then you can start to have focus discipline confidence choice joy flow results with intentionality okay I'm going to get into intentionality here in a little bit and prioritization as well. Um, there's This is a deep podcast, you guys. This is a very deep one, but I'm starting to really – I'm peeling back the layers of the onion that create a lack of focus and discipline for people to reveal the truth of how to be focused and disciplined. So stick with me with this. It's going to help you. So with momentum, those quick wins, that winning streak, this is why speed is so important. That's why I love that Gary says that. Speed is so important. So imagine this. Imagine you have a big goal. Okay? But you're but you spend an entire year doing step one. How long is it going to take you to get to that big goal? Quite a long time. What I've seen a lot of people where they struggle is they take way too long through the process and they're not doing what they can to accelerate the process. So I think process acceleration is a very important thing that involves not just time management, but uh, autumn, you know, prioritization in that process acceleration. Ooh, this is huge. And this is this is going to help you with momentum, with focus, with consistency, with breaking from distraction, with the too many ideas, with the getting overwhelmed, with too much going on, with life getting in the way, not getting results. So let me write this down. This is great. Um, I'm, I'm developing this actually while I'm teaching it because this is inside of me, but it's kind of coming out while I'm teaching this. So you're getting this in a very raw format, but it works. So process acceleration is something that everybody needs to learn. 
Um, you can't skip steps of the process, but taking too long to get from step one to step two is not good either. Okay. Um, but now on the flip side of that, give yourself grace to take time. You know, your hundred percent doesn't have to be somebody else's. This is, these are like juxtaposed ideas that a lot of people share as all or nothing equals failure. And I'm here to tell you guys that that's not how the way the real world works and giving you a real world example of this. So I want you to hold in your mind two very opposing ideas and realize that they're actually both here to help you. Process acceleration and giving yourself grace that you don't have to go zero to a hundred or you're a failure. That you have to, that you need to speed up your process of getting to your goals but realize that your 100% might be somebody else's 10%. And that's perfectly okay. And that's where support comes from. That's where good people around you comes from. That's where keeping your mindset right, listening to podcasts like this, listening to podcasts like Ed Milet is really great. Listening to like Tim Bilyeu, uh, Dave Meltzer. Those are two guys, man. I just, I've, I've been obsessed with their their interviews, or Tim Bilyeu, Tim, Tom Bilyeu. He started a Quest Nutrition, the Quest Bars, and he has a podcast uh, called Impact Theory. And uh, Dave Meltzer has the Playbook, um, where he interviews high performance people. These are all about basically Ed Milet, Dave Meltzer, and Tom Bilyeu are three very successful multi-millionaire. You know, hundreds of millions of dollars changing the world type guys that are sharing how they did it and interviewing people that have done greater than them billions of dollars and how they did it. So those are the podcasts that I listen to personally that I'm now drawing this stuff from because I'm like, this is how these guys are doing it. And they're doing it without stress. They're doing it without like hard work, quote unquote. I've heard them talk about this. They all talk about hard work, uh, but they don't really mean it in the way that most people traditionally mean hard work. They're definitely talking about all this stuff. The hard work is digging deep, being vulnerable, taking ownership. That's the hard work. That's the hard stuff. And then that makes everything else a lot easier when, once you do that. So in that process of acceleration, I want you to not beat yourself up if you're not as fast as somebody else. I want you to realize that it's okay for you to take 10 times longer than everybody else to get to your goals as long as you have a goal to over time accelerate. So process acceleration starts with what's called a, a uh, an upward curve. And and that's where like com like comp the compound interest, compound effect, all of that happens. So when you're starting out, Imagine you have a graph and it starts out at the bottom and then over time it goes up and becomes parabolic. Uh, what parabolic means is para parabolic. And sorry, I'm not trying to use like big words just to, just to um, use them. Basically, it's the curve of going from zero to 100 but that curve never happens in a straight line. Um, so 
imagine like a chart going from zero to 100 over time. You have a timeline of one year, you have a timeline of five years. The momentum of that first year and that even that second year is slower than the momentum of year three, four, and five. And over time, that accelerates. But as long as you stay focused on process acceleration, that keeps momentum going. But you might start out at zero or just 1%, but then over time it compounds and accelerates and you get better at that. And that's what builds that momentum is the process acceleration. So what I see a lot of people do is they think that success is supposed to be a straight line or they think they're supposed to go from zero to 100. They're not giving themselves the grace to compound over time. The compounding of giving yourself the grace to uh, do a lot less than what you should do, quote unquote, or they say you should do actually creates process acceleration over time. It's a, it goes against human thinking. Uh, but it is scientific actually is this it's, 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 uh, it's acceleration. It is the snowball effect. So think about, think about a roller coaster. Okay. Think about the speed of a roller coaster. It takes a long time to climb up that hill, but once it does, there's there's stored energy in that, and then when it goes down, the speed increases as it goes down until you hit the speed of gravity. So that's that's different as well. But then imagine as it goes back up, it slows down. So flip that in reverse. What happens when you're trying to reach your goals is you have kind of a slow speed and then it accelerates as you go up over time. And that's where process acceleration comes from. You know, today it might only be 1%. Your 100% might just be 1% and you should be okay with that. Take ownership over that 1%. Don't beat yourself up and learn from this. Let it be a teacher. This is where this whole concept of, you know, Burnout comes from feeling like you have to go from zero to a hundred right away, that you're a failure. If you don't, that, uh, that anything less than a hundred is a failure. You need to realize momentum comes from that. My best giving it your best for you might only be 1% of somebody else's a hundred, but over time you'll accelerate as you grow, as you gain experience, as you learn, and then that compounds and then that gets better over time. And that's what creates process acceleration. Now on the flip side of that, I've seen very long-term processes and this comes from maybe either the wrong person is, is leading everything or priorities are misaligned. And this is where prioritization comes from. Being intentional with your priorities creates the most momentum. Okay. Um, being intentional with your priorities, taking ownership over the choices that you've made in your life is the most important thing for focus and discipline. And if you can get those things down, you can then flow, learn to flow. So what I've seen happen is let's say we have a goal. No, let me let me let me break this down here because I've already explained that enough. Um, if you can do something, this is why I talk about quick wins. Okay, if you can do something that's going, take a look at your priorities. I want you to rank them by uh, if it's in business, what's producing profit first. 
you know. And then I want you to rank the weight of that. Give it a weight from like eighty to from twenty to eighty. So so write down all the stuff that you're doing, all the stuff that you have to do. And 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 um and rank if you do more of this, will your profit go up? If you do less of this, will uh no, no, that's not what it is. So write down what you need to do. Write down what will immediate, what will produce a result, and then look at, you know, all the stuff that you need to do, but that isn't producing a result. Those are the things that you, over time, can outsource to other people. Oh man, this is this is where this is prioritization gets really multi-dimensional here. There's a lot of different layers to this. Um. Who? I do this naturally in my head. I have this like sorting algorithm in my head that I do to where, so I rank what, I, I rank things in multiple ranks. I don't just rank them from one to a hundred and then go in order of a checklist and I'm constantly reorganizing over time. So that's where self-awareness comes from with prioritization and this is what can help create momentum and help you focus and stay disciplined. So I want you to stay with me here and, and understand this. Let's say that you have, let's, let's take a look at real, real practically. You have 10 tasks. You have to do them. Okay. What are, what are the two tasks that, that you could definitely, uh, that would have the least amount of impact on your goals, on your life. You can move those to the end of your list. Okay. What are the two tasks that have the most impact on your life? Move those to the beginning of your list. Okay, now to decide which ones to do first and second, look at, of those two, which one can I do faster? And start to do quick wins and start to, to evaluate this sorting algorithm is what it is of your tasks. That's how I prioritize things. So I give them a weight of highest impact, lowest impact. I still have to do the whole list, by the way. So this is what's interesting. I still have to do the whole list but I'm giving them weight of their impact. If I do the task, what kind of impact it has on my goals. If it has a low impact, it goes further down the list. If it has a high impact, it goes further up in the list. Now, I also flip this in reverse order because my level of what I rank impact is also based on how many people I'm impacting. So in that, I've actually chosen to do these live videos, the podcast and my group, which are not profit producing because they can impact more people faster. And that's where speed comes in. So then I rank it by speed. So I was actually prioritizing. I, I knew I had to do two things. I had to launch a course and I had to launch a podcast and a group. So then what I did was I said, which one can I do faster? Which one can have the greatest impact? And I realized, Okay, it's not going to produce me a profit, but if I if I can reach more people now with these free content, I can I can gain more momentum with the quick wins of that faster. So for you, a lot of people momentum starts with um, you're not where I'm at right now, so your momentum might just be having gratitude in the morning. Your momentum is cultivating self confidence, joy, flow, ownership, intentionality, practicing focus practicing prioritization just that alone that task alone has the greatest impact so you need to make those important for you 
is getting through those things <clears throat> and then rank them and weight them. So for you, for, for most people, um, having gratitude as one of the highest levels of impact and yet it's one of the last things people do. That's why I think a lot of people struggle is because they're ranking it low because on the surface, it doesn't appear to have a lot of impact because they'll say, well, once I get there, then I'll be grateful. Instead, you have to have gratitude for where you are now. And so weight the impact that it has on your life, on those around you, and then rank it by which ones you can do quickly. So a lot of people, the reason they don't do gratitude is they think the, to be grateful is at the end of their life. But it's actually the quickest thing that you can do to have a win is gratitude. Write down uh, three things. Write down 10 things that you're grateful for. Okay? So now already you've just you've just had a win. You've wrote down those things. So that's where speed comes in. You just you just did speed. Momentum comes by speed. What are the things that have the highest impact that I can also do the fastest? And do the quick wins first and then start to stack and reevaluate. And then eventually over time you will get to the lower priority stuff that is still important. For example, my goals prioritization I have a goal to release a course on advertising, Facebook ads, Instagram, YouTube, Google, Twitter, but I have prioritized it even though it has one of the greatest impacts, both financially for me and to the people that I'm working with, I prioritize certain things in a different order based on what's going to have the longest lasting, highest level of impact when it's time for me to do that. So that's where strategy comes from. And, and looking at your life, it's like a multi-level chessboard of your priorities. So it goes up and down, left and right, side to side. And you start to rank things based on that and look at your life in that level of priorities. And you want to do more of low input, high output activities first. And that's why speed is important. Okay? So speed is you want to do the stuff that you can do quickly that doesn't take you as long to do but has the highest impact. And when you start to do that, you'll gain momentum through doing that. And then you'll start to really see what's important, what isn't. And then realize, okay, now I need to maybe move something from the back of my list further up because now I definitely need to do that thing now because otherwise the rest is going to suffer. And now then that becomes a quick win that you can have. So you start to prioritize how can I get these wins quickly? Speed is more important. This is why um, I actually understood this concept when I listened to somebody uh, share about paying off debt on credit cards. Uh, Dave Ramsey talks about this. So a lot of people say pay off the one with the highest interest first pay off the one with the highest balance first. The truth actually is pay off the lowest balance. Don't worry about interest rate because the speed and the momentum of paying off credit cards to begin with will get you to pay off the rest of them. Otherwise, you'll get burnt out. So that's where burnout comes from is you're not prioritizing things by speed. You're prioritizing them based on just impact alone. Um, and you're doing the high impact stuff that's going to take you the longest instead of really looking at what can I get quick wins on to build that momentum. So that's why, man, 
that's one of the biggest things. And if you can start to put that in place, you start to build momentum, you get speed, focus, and discipline becomes a lot simpler because now you're realizing you're starting to get results. Once you start getting results, you're a lot more motivated, quote unquote, to be disciplined and focused. But you have to start to do that. You have to start to feel that. Now, now to begin with, yes, you have to sometimes just suck it up and grind and do the hard work and do what you don't want to do and get some stuff out of the way and do some stuff and stay focused for the sake of being focused. But in that, that's where just really self-evaluating, taking taking ownership over your goals, over your fears, over your self-doubt, your limiting beliefs, whatever those are, is so important that I've been talking about up to this point. Once you get through that, then you can start to create momentum, okay? So let me write this down. You want to take ownership, get rid of all limiting beliefs, quick wins, process acceleration, compound results. And so in that, that's the process of growing in focus and discipline is taking ownership first. And this is where a lot of people still are, is they're not willing to take ownership over where they are in their life. Once you can do that, then you can get rid of the things that that aren't serving you, the limiting beliefs, focus on the truth, where you're going, and then start to prioritize. So yeah, so actually prioritization, prioritization, prioritize the quick wins and speed at the beginning that have the most impact, move the stuff that maybe takes longer to the end as well, or maybe multitask, do a little bit, you know, cycle between the two, the long-term and the quick win over time. But if you do too many things, this is where people then fail. If they try to do it all at once, <coughs> that momentum stops because <coughs> you got two wheels moving in opposite directions and then they never get anywhere. So in that, I want you to look at maybe you do a bunch of quick wins and then you look at, okay, what's my big long-term goal? It's going to take a long time. Maybe like we can do like 10% of that and then I can come back to my quick wins. So that so then you're going over time and then that that keeps the momentum going so momentum is very important so the quick wins then build the momentum and then you can accelerate your process and then you do continuous self-evaluation and prioritization with intentionality to then reprioritize things. So this is where then I see a lot of people get tripped up is they're like, well, I, I didn't get all my tasks done. I didn't get it all done. I didn't get all done when I was supposed to. I, I failed. No. Take ownership over your choices. Take ownership over your decisions. Learn from your mistakes. Prioritize what's important to do now. What can I get quick wins on? What can I grow with? Gain momentum self-evaluate, prioritize, and this process repeatedly, consistently over time is what intentionally creates results and helps you stay focused and disciplined. Is if you get, so if you get tripped up on any of these steps, 
you circle back around and you loop back to taking ownership and you look at self-aware. Okay. What's limiting me in this area? What limiting beliefs do I need to look at? So if you feel tripped up, you have to come back around to the taking ownership one. And that's what I wanted to talk about. Rita, this is one of the biggest things that I share with you about consistency. And I've shared this in a, in a number of, of, uh, posts that I've made, what I shared with you on a call. And I'm going to, I'm going to tell you, you, you're going to, I hope you listen to this to an hour and 20 minutes to where I shared this. Taking ownership over the fact that you're, this is something I want to speak into. So Rita said that she struggles with consistency because she raises two needy grandchildren, is taking care of somebody incapacitated. Her plate is so full all the time. She just can't schedule and get it all done. And she's overwhelmed by life. And I get that. I totally get it. At the end of the day, this all boils down to exactly what I've talked about here. Taking ownership, getting rid of limiting beliefs, prioritization, quick wins, momentum, process acceleration, self-evaluation and continuous prioritization and evaluation intentionality then compounds and gets the result that you want because you took ownership. You will never get the result you want until you take ownership. And so for somebody who's overwhelmed by life getting busy, by too much going on, you need to take ownership over the busy, over the life. You see, right now you're saying that your life controls you. You don't control it. And you have to look at the fact that take ownership over the fact that you're raising two grandchildren, that you're helping somebody that's incapacitated and realize that that's your focus. That's your priority. Take ownership over that. No matter what somebody tells you, you should be doing the should do's people. Everybody has is an armchair uh, director of your own life, but you're the only one who can make decisions. And you need to realize that in this moment, you need to do what is a priority to you. You need to do what is important to you. You need to do what you have chosen to do and stand firm in your beliefs and convictions and don't let anybody else tell you otherwise how big or how small you can dream and what you can or cannot do. And in that you eliminate overwhelm because by taking ownership over the busy, the choices, the actions that you're doing, everything else flows from that. So let me explain this. Let's say you feel guilty about taking care of those grandchildren, taking care of your kids, spending time with your wife, spending time with soccer practice, spending time with, with uh, going to church, whatever that is. And you're overwhelmed by your goals because of that. What's happening is, is that comes from a fear of missing out, fear of worrying that if you prioritize one or the other, you're going to miss out. And then you're not present in either moment of either of them. So you're not present while you're spending time with those kids, while you're spending time with that person, while you're spending time doing those things that gets you busy. And you're thinking about what you should be doing in your business during that time. So you're not present in that moment. You're literally off somewhere else. And then when you're in your business, you're thinking about all the things you should be doing with your family, with your kids, with that person, with the busy, because you're not taking ownership over it. You're off in that area being present. So take ownership and then be present in those moments, 
be present over the moments that you've chosen for your life and the time that you have. So in that, staying focused, being present is where this comes from. And the greatest form of focus and discipline is to be present. And being present comes from taking ownership, getting rid of those limiting beliefs, prioritization, quick wins, momentum, process, acceleration, evaluation, compound results. And I can explain this because when we're not present, we're, we have fear of missing out. We're worried that we're going to make the wrong choice, that we're going to get to the end of our life and not be where we wanted to be. And then blah, 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 blah. It just, it's just, it's sad. It's, it's how most people live their lives. Then they walk in overwhelmed, too much going on. Life's getting in the way, not enough momentum, no consistency. You know, they're worried that they're not getting their checklist done. Too many ideas. And this is what destroys focus, discipline, confidence, power of choice, your flow, being intentional, getting results. And it all starts with being present. Being present is focus and discipline. So the step is you actually have to take a step of faith a little bit. So, so people who, who talk about why they can't be present, why they can't be focused, why they can't be disciplined are fearful. That if they take the step of faith to start to do that, they're going to miss out. That they're not going to re realize all that's available to them in life because that's what their experiential truth has told them up to this very moment. And that experiential truth is lying to you, and, th and that's where you need to get rid of those limiting beliefs. So once you take ownership of that, realize the time that I'm spending with those kids, the time that I'm spending with someone who's incapacitated, the time that I'm spending doing the busy, doing those things... Be focused and disciplined on just that. Do not think about your business. Do not think about all the people texting you. Do not look at the notifications that are popping up on your phone. You know, those things are – your phone is designed to pop up notifications so that you read ads that pay Mark Zuckerberg money. Okay? Once you can be self-aware and take ownership over that fact in your life, it has no control over you. The biggest things, don't look at your phone, treat it like the plague when you first wake up for 30 minutes to an hour of your day or even before you take a shower. I haven't even checked my phone all day and I've been up for mm, five, six hours. I've gotten a lot done <laughs> during that time, you know, and I'm probably not going to check it for another hour. But in that, staying focused on what my task is. So then when you have a 30 minute window, an hour window to build your business, you can focus and not think about, you know, keep in the back of your mind, the kids and the person and all that, you know, so that yourself, so that you're aware of your responsibilities. That's where taking ownership comes from. You have to take responsibility, take responsibility. I'm writing all this down here. Take responsibility over the choices of your life. Take responsibility for where you are right now separate in your mind that so the idea is i i ed Milet was talking about this he had a great one he's like you know people ask me about work-life balance he's like um i don't believe in it anymore <laughs> he said what i do is what i as, as i actually have done this my family and my kids and those around me are more important than anything else and then what's left is where my business comes out of. 
I was like, man, that's powerful. So for those of you that are you're already you're you're in that place, life has put you there. Be grateful. You have a chance to stretch and grow and learn what speed and process acceleration are all about. Momentum. So in that, be present in those moments that you're spending with your loved ones. Not distracted by what you should be doing. And then when you're in your business, take a look at. (laughs) This is where it gets fun. This is where a true entrepreneur and business owner comes out in you. Because if you're doing that, if you're present in those moments, you have no choice but to prioritize and build up momentum and get quick wins and accelerate your process during your business time because you don't have an option not to. So in that, then you have to learn, how can I get more done with less time? How can I, instead of taking a year at getting this done, how do I take a month? Instead of it taking a month, how can I get that done in a day? Instead of it taking me all day, how can I get that done in an hour? Instead of it taking me a whole hour, can I get all of that done in 10 minutes? See what I'm saying? And over time, that's where process acceleration comes in. That way then the moments that you have in your day become very, they're low input, high output, and that's where getting people around you in a support system, that's why increasing your income is important, making more money, because you then have to pay people for their time to help accelerate your process. When you do that, when you take ownership over your choices, your responsibilities, you get rid of those limiting beliefs, you stop having FOMO, stop having FOMO, fear of missing out, fear of missing out. When you stop having fear of missing out, that fear that you're going to make the wrong choice, you get rid of those limiting beliefs, you start to prioritize, you get the quick wins, the momentum, and you accelerate the process. That allows you to be present once you start accelerating that process. And 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 all by the way, all of this that I'm talking about could be done instantly in a moment. <laughs> that stretched some people to think about. I want you to realize this. What I'm just talking about right now, about being present, taking ownership, getting rid of fear of missing out, getting rid of limiting beliefs, prioritization, quick wins, momentum. I've said it how many times? I process acceleration, prioritization, and the compound results happen. That whole process, you can begin it right now in one second, just by making a decision to no longer live the way you have now, because living the way you have now, that is unfocused and not present in your tasks, not disciplined and not focused, is no longer acceptable for your life. And when you can make a choice, make a decision that I am not going to allow anything to get in the way of the choices that I've made for my life, you can then accomplish anything. You take ownership. Take ownership of your responsibilities. Take over those choices. Be present in those moments. Stop having FOMO. Stop letting your phone control you. Stop letting your task list control you. Stop letting all these multi-passionate distractions control you. You control them. Make your system your slave instead of you being enslaved to your system. And when you do this, you can accomplish a lot more because you've now accelerated your process and then you can be focused and disciplined during the time. So what the idea is you're actually, 
You're actually shrinking it down to what can I do the best? And you become the best in the world that you can possibly be at doing what you do during those moments. That's what being present is. It's how can I be the best in the world at spending time with my kids, the best in the world at loving my wife, the best in the world at building my business in this moment. That's what present being present is. That's what being focused is. That's what being disciplined is. And this is the process of learning that and unlocking that and realizing that. And this is a training that I want to help you realize that that happens in a moment that that quick, that quick to do, you know? And so in that, you know, we can also get burnt out. I've seen this happen too. momentum. Someone was just talking right here. The weekends burn them out. They get fizzled out. They get back to square one because their, their, their rest time is necessary to recharge, but they're back at square one. And the idea is, is because you, you, you're not, you're not doing this process. Um, if you did this process, you would take the weekend off, write your goals down, write them down maybe before the end of the week. So I've, I've had a lot of people, they're like, write my goals for the next week on Sunday. I prefer doing that on Friday or on Saturday or on Monday. That's why I don't really make a checklist of just my day or my week. I prioritize constantly using tools like Trello, like my email, like project management systems to do these priorities for myself. You know, a lot of you, you just need to download Trello. Check it out. It's free. Um, it'll help you with the prioritization. Because what you can do is you can move stuff. It's digital. You grab it, you move it down. You move it up. You can give it colors and do that. And you can make lists, personal life, business life. It's really cool. But in that, so so to keep you from <laughs> being at square one, you just need to write down your goals. You need to write them down. That way then you remember, uh, uh, figure out what, what's a good reminder for you. So for me, I, I check certain emails as unread. I move stuff to the top of my list. I may be at the end of the week, I'll take some of my Trello items that I have to get to. I mark them as read. Um, and I know that once I do those, those are my quick wins for the week that are going to get me momentum. What are the quick wins that you can do? And then sometimes what I will also do is I'll, I'll take this to another level. I'll actually do the hard thing first, the thing that I don't want to do first. That way I can get it out of the way. That way then I have a quick win of doing the hard thing. So that way everything else I do for the rest of the day is easy. So that's another thing too. Do the hard things first when you can. Do the hard things first when you can. Do the things you don't want to do first when you can. Do the things you don't want to do first when you can. And that'll help you get quick wins. You know, life gets in the way. You're not staying focused on your goals. You have fear, fear of missing out, fear of doing that. You gotta break through the fear and that's where that comes from. Taking ownership is the first part of it. Take ownership over the choices of your life. Don't use comparison to try to get happiness. Use it to write down goals. Stop having fear of missing out or fear of making a mistake. Get rid of any limiting beliefs about that. Take ownership over what you've chosen. Be present in what you're doing. Prioritize what's important. Do the things you don't want to do first. Get some quick wins to build momentum. 
learn how to do a process acceleration. That way then you can you don't have to take all day to do something. Maybe you can do it, you know, in 10 minutes. So then you can do 10 times as many things in that day. So let's say you only have like an hour to work in a day. You can't you don't have the time to make that take you 10 days. If you can get 10 things done in that time by doing prioritization of what and speed and making speed important. Speed is more important. Getting it done is better than getting it perfect. Getting it done is better than getting it perfect. And then over time, as you build a system, as you have a support system, you start to converge with done and perfect, quote unquote. Not really, you know what, nothing's ever perfect, but that's how like multi-billion dollar companies, done is better than perfect is literally what you need to do until you get to like $20 billion, whatever, <laughs> or a hundred, like, you know, Facebook changed that because they were like, done is better than perfect. And now they're like, okay, we can actually get everything perfect because we have enough people. So done was their priority. Once they got the support system in place, their support system was able to make it to where everything they did was, was perfect. So done is better than perfect for sure. Give, give yourself grace that over time you will be improving over time. Process acceleration. Continuous self-evaluation, prioritization, compound results. Build a support system around you. You know, you want to build a support system. Build support system. So that's important is building that support system over time. What can you do? Is there software that can help you? Is there tools? Is there just ways of doing something in a different order that supports you and start to build that system out. It becomes a machine for you that helps you stay in momentum. And then when you do that, it's all about being present and focused during that time, that process acceleration, that's that momentum motivates you. So, so motivation alone does nothing, but when, but momentum and results. So that's where the quick wins come from. A quick win is a result. That produces momentum. Multiple results over time then compound to the big goal. And that's how you can stay focused and disciplined is you just focus on those things. You prioritize the quick wins, what I can get done sooner and do those things. And then over time it grows and then you'll start to have more focus and discipline. Now, whatever is keeping you from not being focused or disciplined while you go through this process the taking ownership, getting rid of fear, limiting beliefs, self-discipline, uh, sorry, prioritization, do the things you don't want to first, the quick wins, quick results, build momentum, process acceleration, continuous self-evaluation, prioritization, build support system, compound results over time. Okay. If you get stuck at any moment in that, here's the tool for you. It's called looping. You have to loop back around. Okay. If you get stuck and you're like, okay, I can't be disciplined. I'm not having focus. You have to come right back to the beginning in your mind to take ownership and responsibility over your lack of discipline and focus. Look at what that is, what you're believing, what you're afraid of, what the fear is. Be self-aware, self-evaluate, reprioritize, and you loop back around. So, so when you get stuck, you got to come back to the top and come back down. So the idea is you're going that, okay, I'm stuck. Okay. Now I'm doing this. Now I'm a little further. Now I'm stuck and now I'm doing that. And so that's, that's like momentum on top of momentum that creates an unstoppable force of nature that can do anything 
and can be focused and can be disciplined. And if you do that over time, you give yourself the grace that you will fail on this. You will get stuck. You will not accomplish this the first time. You will not accomplish this. And that's okay. And that's normal. But you can learn from the quote-unquote failure. Then you won't learn. You'll win if you can learn from it. And then you can circle back around to the top, start to take ownership, and then go back down that list. You know, okay, took ownership, step one. Stop having fear, step two. Get rid of limiting beliefs, prioritization. Do things first that you don't want to. You get quick wins, quick results, momentum. Oh, I'm stuck. Okay, circle back to step one. Take ownership over why I'm stuck. <laughs> Responsibility, what am I afraid of? FOMO. Get rid of the FOMO. You get rid of the limiting beliefs, prioritization. And you do this. And over time, this constant consistency of doing that is a formula that creates focus and discipline. Now, let's say that you're not focused or disciplined at doing this. You need to really press into step one. What are those fears? What are those limiting beliefs? What am I afraid of? Keep listening to the podcast. Keep listening to my posts. Keep asking questions in the group, by the way. Anything that I'm saying on this podcast, if you're stuck, you're still here, I want you to go to the group. I want you to make a post. I want you to tell me where you're stuck. Let's work through it. Maybe I need to record another podcast. I feel like I've shared a lot today of how to be disciplined and focused and get results in your life, no matter where you're at. Use tools that help you. You know, there's tools that remove the news feed from Facebook so you're not distracted. Find tools like that. You know, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna post some of those tools as well here in the future. Uh, let me know if anybody wants those. But uh, that's how you do it. And if at any point you're stuck, you got to circle back around. Okay, what am I? What am I? What am I afraid of? Oh, I'm not afraid of anything. Okay, well then you need to be vulnerable. You need to look at why am I feeling this way? Why am I stuck? What's going on? And evaluate and listen to this. You might need to listen to this podcast over again. Once you get through this again, when you get stuck with focus and discipline, listen to this podcast again. Maybe make that your first step. Listen to this podcast, episode number 13, 14. Listen to number 14 <laughs> and then start to go down the process. And then over time, that'll build that momentum some more. So when you get stuck, come back to this podcast, listen to it, keep looping back around. And then that's going to accelerate you so fast to your goals that once you get this, you can't be stuck. Um, once people get this, they, they are unstuck over time and nothing can stop them. And so if you have any questions, post them in the group. This is a process. Like I said, you can't skip steps of the process, but we can accelerate them. And this podcast is an accelerator, uh, an accelerant for you to propel you forward to your goals, to grow your life. Now, I want you guys to remember, I'm offering free coaching, 30 minutes. If you leave hashtag grow your life on any post that I do on Instagram each week, and I announce the winners on Sunday. Right now, you, you can only win once per month. Right now, there's not a lot of people that are doing it still. So that's why I wanna keep this momentum going. If you do that, I pick a winner 
you know, there's only two people doing it, so they can only win once per month. So literally, if one person listens to this right now and does it, they're going to get a free 30-minute coaching session with me listening to this right now. So go go leave that. Hashtag grow your life on any post that I do on Instagram. Post it within the first 10 minutes of when I post on Instagram or just come back to Instagram when you have time and post hashtag grow your life and I'll pick one winner every single week. I get to post a hashtag grow your life on my post and my feed on Instagram. Pick one winner each week to get 30 minutes with me on the phone for coaching, free coaching. Um, you know, I charge for coaching uh, $1,500 an hour, but this is free. So that's over a $750 value that I'm giving just to those who listen to this podcast. And I only mention it at the end of the podcast. So for those of you do this, I believe in you. I believe you can go after your goals. I believe you can accomplish anything. I believe you can get focused and get past this thing. This limiting beliefs, whatever's holding you back and get disciplined and reach your results. And this is going to be a tool for you. I believe that if you do this, it's going to help you accelerate faster and go further. We'll talk soon, everybody. Grow your life. If you're not in the Grow Your Life community on Facebook, you need to join it. Look up hashtag Grow Your Life on Facebook. Join the Facebook group. There's a lot of people in there. People are helping each other grow. So you can ask me questions. We're growing together. We'll talk soon. We'll see you next week on the Grow Your Life podcast. Have a good one, everybody.